My name is Joshua Potts, aka Mr. Pottsable, always with the brother with the same mother, Aaron Potts, Super Hot Potts, and we're your favorite two black runners coming at you every single two black Tuesday. What's good? We it's out here. Tuesday somewhere. It's a Tuesday somewhere, people. Tuesday I know it's Wednesday. But our guests kind of just fell through this week. So you just stuck with two black runners, bro. But it's a good podcast. There's a lot of stuff going around in the track world. There's a lot of stuff going on with the runner report. And Black History Month is this month. So we just want to spend some time on that as well. And just give you guys a little bit of update. But before we get into all of it, bro, Aaron, we got a sponsorship with Tracksmith. Yes, sir. Like yes, it's looking dope, man. I got this sweater. You got that T-shirt. We got. They gave us some stuff. We're gonna do a giveaway soon for our listeners. Also, you can use the code Culture15 and you get fifteen dollars off your first purchase of seventy-five dollars at Tragsmith. It's a pretty dope deal, and like all the material is real nice, bro. Hey. Aaron, how you feel about the partnership so far, dude? Um, honestly, I I am so I feel so blessed uh, to be a part of this. And then, as we're saying, like, yes, they are sponsors, but when we, as we talk to them, like, this is a partnership and that's really what they see it as. And it just makes me really hopeful to find other people in the industry that are also just dedicated, you know, to continuing to pushing the sport forward and the culture forward. So I, I feel blessed for the opportunity and I'm happy to continue to work and partner with them as they said they just want to help us. They want, they really genuinely want to help us grow, um, help us to even uh, just to branch out. And yeah, I'm just I'm just happy that they they would like to work with us. And I think it's going to be a great partnership from now into the future. Yeah, and this is really just perfect timing, like to get this at the beginning of 2021. Because if you guys were listening to the Two Black Runners podcast before the new year, like our whole thing was trying to go bigger or better in 2021 really with the olympics coming around but not even just besides that just trying to go all in with the runner report and try and give you guys the best content as we can with the two black runners on youtube on instagram and everything in between and like right now the runner report like we're low-key going up right now like this weekend we're gonna be at the sound runnings the 10 their track meet and they're gonna be having some big names there and we're gonna be, be showing you guys behind the scenes on sound running instagram their ig live me and aaron are gonna be on there like aaron it's gonna be pretty cool this weekend like these guys need to tune in yeah yeah man y'all definitely need to tune in to the 10 um shout out to jesse and to sound running for again just putting on another meet and providing more opportunities for athletes to get out there and run and i just also like what he's doing with the meet overall he's trying to bring some more entertainment to these meets and trying to find ways to make it more fun and it's like we said a couple months a couple months ago um those track meets that we saw in 20 in 2020 with uh bowerman that were on youtube or even like the track meet or all those meets that were on youtube and people were watching that was an experiment and we're gonna see it play out this year in 2021 and hey track and field is changing man you got instagram pages creating the narratives now you got meet directors putting meets on youtube i mean you got tracksmith sponsoring races at the american track league hey nice. the game and, is changing and you got clubhouse and you got clubhouse popping you got clubhouse popping like hey. we got steven a's on clubhouse and that's pretty tight so aaron was saying bro if y'all if y'all need that clubhouse invite hit us hit, hit us me. in the dms mr possible super hot pots or find us on Clubhouse, follow us, because we're going to have a club real soon. For Believe that. Believe that for sure. For real. It's going to have some real good baton talk. Y'all know y'all know how we do on the podcast. It's, it's just going to be live. <laughs> Everyone going to be in there. We're going to be talking about everything from Matthew Cilantro to um, uh, Marquise Dindy. Uh, oh, wait. I, I meant uh, to say Citro. My bad. I said Cilantro. My hey, bad. Why you doing my boy like that, bro? Why you doing my boy like that? I didn't hey. say that Centro. I didn't say that Centro. My finger you know. slipped. Hey, yeah, that's an Olympic champ, bro. I gotta put respect on that. That's the champ. That's a champ. 
Wait, Aaron, before we move on, there's three things that I love about the 10, bro, that I feel like they're doing really different. It's going to make this, like, really interesting. Number one, they're having runner report on the IG Live. Like, really? Come hey. on, chill with us on the IG Live and also watch it on YouTube at the same time because we all can. YouTube's free. Like, the professional track series on YouTube, I'm going to have the link to the channel for you to go and subscribe. Turn your post notes as well. Just for you know when the meet starts, it starts at 8.15 p.m pacific time if you don't like come on bro chilling with us on the ig live on youtube but what's really cool too is that jesse williams and sound writing putting like this paying forward element where they're building a purse and building the prize money so all fans can donate money to uh the prize money as well like during the broadcast or leading up to the meet like all these days like you could be donating right now i know i'm gonna donate after this for i can get for i can make sure that i put like some money in there and that goes to mario because mario gonna win the 10k hey, like, let's, get gonna it. Win it. let's get like, it like bro how you feeling how you feel about building this purse and everything like that like this is like i really think this is really dope to be honest yeah and, and if y'all listen to this program y'all know how much i preach about these track meets so I'm always down to see something new and innovative to try and excite the fans and also be a big payoff for these athletes. Um, because a lot of the times I was just in a clubhouse room the other day, we we're kind of talking about, you know, how like, you know, people only want to see a race if it's two, if it's the Olympians racing. But yo, what if it's what if it's two two dudes or two gals that were talking trash? Y'all want to see it. We put money in it. And they go at it for five five G's. You know what I mean? Yeah. That might be something we see in the future, but everything that Jesse and Sound Running is doing with the Pro Track series, with these meets, it is the future. We saw them experiment with it in 2020, but this is the future. The future is here. Instagram pages and influencers are commanding the story more than flow track. And people and meet directors are making track meets on YouTube more than flow track or NBC. So I expect to see more of this in the future and hey, expect to see us participating more and more in the future. So check out that Duh. IG live that we're about to be on because we gonna make it live. Like we gonna make it live for real <laughs> though. Live, baby. For real though. I, you know, I'll get that exclusive with the boy Matt Centro and see what he thinks about cilantro. <laughs> hey, and I think it's really is. I think the building the purse thing, it really is going to be tight. Because like you said, like, if there is, like, some trash talk or if it is just, like, a meet where it's just, like, just the 10. Because this is just 10Ks, just two 10Ks. I think it could really be cool, like, if we want to see people, like, if, like, speaking to the beef like say it was really the main focus like it was a 1500 and it was craig angles and josh thompson like they had their little like instagram beef i feel like that could really bring in a lot of money because people are going to want to watch that people would be willing to drop 50 dollars to really donate and really like bring some money towards these guys and it'll be just an entertaining race like if it was if it was a hyped up 200 with michael norman trayvon bromel and noah lyle so we had everybody on youtube watching that i I think that purse would be pretty heavy bro and i think that's something i think building the purse like if this goes well and i hope it i think it will go well i think this is something that we can see to the future and hats off to jesse williams because this man he's doing it different for real for real this time around bro yeah man he's he's out here he's creating um different business plans than we've ever seen before in track and field so let's see let's see how this goes and like I'm saying, it's all just an experiment because track and field is changing. It already has changed um, due to COVID and just other other things lacking. But track and field is changing and we're, we're ready to be a part of it. And we're going to always be there to push the culture forward. Yeah, bro, we're definitely being a part of it. We're definitely pushing the culture forward. And I know we didn't have a guest this week, but we got two great guests coming up for the next two weeks. It's going to be really exciting. And honestly, we don't really usually do this, but I want to announce our next two upcoming guests because we were going to have one, but uh, we'll just let them know, I, I guess. Like next two weeks, we're going to have Allison Desir. You guys may have heard of her. Like Aaron, you know who Allison Desir is, bro? Yeah, how you not know who Allison Desir is? The one who basically, I'm not, I don't want to say single-handedly, but single-handedly really <laughs> like put the running world on blast this year. 
about Runner's World magazine from there. And she's just been involved in so much activism in the running world, the meaning, meaning through movement. She is a uh, head of sports advocacy at Wazell right now. Um, she started uh, Harlem Run. Um, she's done so many different things just around around the, in the U.S. Uh, to activate and to really bring attention to things that need to be spoken on. But yeah. she's done this all through running, which is just amazing. Like it all started through running. And I love whenever we can have someone tell their story about what running really did for them and how it's helped them just pursue their passions and and create systems to help people like that's amazing so i'm really looking forward to talking with allison yeah so next week we're gonna have true black girl magic with allison this year and the week after that we have shoot probably our biggest guest ever bro this is our biggest It's our biggest our guest. Biggest, I, our biggest guest ever. We have the MJ of track and field, Michael Johnson, coming on the Two Black Runners podcast. If, and if you were a real one, you just got hyped for a second. You probably just jumped up out your seat or something. Michael Johnson, you guys all know him, like 400-meter record holder. Uh, used to be 400-meter record holder. Used to be 200-meter world record holder as well. The Golden Spikes, one of the best to ever do it at the u.s in the u.s bro like this guy i like honestly there's so many stuff to talk about him but honestly i just have to say it's michael johnson like it's gonna be it's gonna be fire i can't believe we're gonna have him on the podcast like to be honest aaron we out here we made it mama <laughs> we made it we got mj coming we got an mj coming on to the pod with us so For it's, real. Gonna be, it's gonna be an honor to interview with michael johnson so much to ask ask this dude he's also just been very vocal i feel like a lot of people don't notice but he's always very vocal on twitter about his views and how the sports should be so i'm very interested in picking his brain and learning from him as well so tune in for that we got big things coming y'all you guys got a low-key a chill podcast this week but uh next week like you guys y'all you for real for real it's gonna be some great conversations and honestly if you guys have any questions that you guys want to be asked shoot us a dm or even better leave a review with your question make sure to put that five star rating on there too because i know you love the favorite two black runners i like what you did i like what you did there i like what you did there Put down your question down in the review box or even just hit us up in the DMs as well or check out our website. You can send us email there as well at running-report.com. Like, man, some big things are going on in the running report and it's definitely just been nonstop, especially in the month of February. I wanted to do something really big this month with Black History Month coming around and we all know for the past uh nine months it's been it's been wild and i feel like we should have definitely highlighted people so for the whole month of february every monday and friday i teamed up with my guy anderson who runs a track and field black history page on instagram and we've been posting uh stories about black significant athletes about about significant black athletes who have paved the way for so many over the past couple years. Like the first week we did Reggie McAfee, the first uh, African-American to break four. Uh, This past Monday, it was the 1972 Olympic protest that a lot of people I've never even heard of. And it was the it was the Olympic protest right after 68, but it doesn't get talked about at all. So there's a lot of great stories. And Aaron actually did an interview on IG Live with Anderson. So Anderson explains his story, why he started the Track and Field Black History page, and then why he even started a podcast, which is super dope and y'all need to check out. So I'm just going to send you guys to a 10-minute audio clip of that IG live interview. And if you guys want to see the whole thing, check out our IG TV. It's not a 20 minute interview. It's real dope. But here you go with this 10 minute clip of Anderson and Aaron from about two weeks ago. So I just listened to the, the Wyuma Tyus podcast. That was dope, bro. Like you, you killed that one. And everything you're doing on your, on your page with the track and field history is super, super cool too. But I just wanted to ask you, um, how did you get in that? And for everyone listening too, could you like give them a, you know, a little brief overview of what you're doing with your page and with your podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, just about a year ago, I started just posting like some black, you know, black athletes in track and field on my page. And then 
a couple months ago, I started TF Track and Field Black History, just another Instagram page to really just give those athletes some highlight. Um, so yeah, I, I love, I'm a huge fan of the sport of track and field and over the, my entire career in track and field, I wanted to be able to highlight some of the, you know, lesser known athletes who we don't really give them their just due in track and field. There's like so much black history in track and field. So that's what I've been doing on my Instagram page in track and field black history. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you guys haven't seen the post we had on our page about Reggie McAfee, William Thomas, Jesse Owens. Um, Anderson really did like all the copy for that and has really been just working with Joshua to get all that stuff done. And he recently came out with a podcast, Track and Field Black, was it, what was the name of the podcast? I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, no, no, good. Yes, Track and Field Black History. So, yeah. Track and Field Black History. Go ahead and check that out. It's really, really dope content there. Black Track and Field Podcast, like, like yeah. y'all need to the listen to that. <laughs> yeah, there's so much there's so much history. And yeah, that's that's just what I wanted to be able to do to highlight all that history that we as black people have in the sport of track and field. Like we've been integral to a lot of the growth in the sport of track and field. So definitely want to be able to highlight those stories. And the reason one of the reasons I started doing the podcast is because I, I started doing the posts on Instagram. But there's only so much information I could post on Instagram before like the character limits, you know, they hit me. And like, I'm finding all this information about all these athletes and all this, these different, like great parts of the stories, but you know, the podcast gave me the chance to like tell the entire story. So yeah, definitely going to be putting a lot of different things into the podcast, a lot of different stories and be highlighting them. And that's, and I, let me make sure I made it right in the comments, subscribe to the track and field black history. Oh. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Make sure y'all, yeah. Is it on Spotify too? Yep, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, any 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 podcasts, yeah, anywhere you stream. Dude, yeah, and the uh, Wyoming Titus one was I, I like the Reggie McAfee one too, but I, I already see you getting better, bro. Like that sec, <laughs> that one was fire, bro. And I even though and they're short too, they're only they're only that one was fifteen. The first one's like eight minutes, but like you got you have a lot of uh, you, there's a lot of gems in it. You know, I was searching for trying to find something around um, interviews of her, like at that Olympics. But that's another thing I thought would be cool. Like, I'm just thinking like 1968 uh, Olympic games, we don't only think about Tommy Smith and uh, John Carlos. Like, they don't they don't really talk about uh, Wyoma. I keep saying her name wrong. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> it's all good. I mean, it's, I think it's Wyoming Atias, but, yeah. but I mean, yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, it's true. That that 68, that whole 1968 Olympics was like that whole thing. Yeah, like you say, everyone knows about Tommy Smith and John Carlos, but some people don't even know, like they ran the 200 meters. Some people don't even know that. Or like, you know, all the things that led up to the Olympics, like they, you know, they were going to boycott the Olympics. They didn't boycott it, but then they had like a meeting to discuss like how they're going to like you know, protest at the game. So there's so much that happened at those games. That's that one games in itself is a whole black history story in track and field, just like the things that happened at those games. So, yeah, that was another one where I was like listening to it. And I was just thinking, I was like, yo, like there needs to be a movie on the 19th, on 1968 Olympics and like following up on what happened to those athletes. And I, it just made me think about the closest thing, I mean, it just made me think about the NBA bubble, you know, because at the 1968 Olympics, like when they were getting interviewed, they said they were just gonna, they were gonna talk about it. And yeah, it's just like, history repeated itself like this uh, at the bubble in the playoffs. And I was like, yo, like, this is crazy. Like people really, especially people that disagree with that kind of stuff. It's like, dude, this stuff has already happened before. Like people have already, already done it and we, and we say that we like praise those people, but when you see it happening in your era, you're like, uh, you're not, you're not with it. It's just like, what's going on? Exactly. It's and this is we're talking decades ago, right? This is '68. Same things happen now in 2020, 2021, right? So it, it's the same things. You know, history repeats itself, and that again, that just goes back to why we got to learn our history. If we don't learn from our history, how are we gonna, you know, progress? So. Definitely, definitely feel that. So what else do you see? Like, what else do you see with the podcast? Like the last podcast I listened to you, you ended, you, you started talking about like, you know, who was the first, um, the first 
just black like Africans to, to break the mile too. Where do you see yourself like going with the podcast um, as it continues to grow? Yeah, yeah. So I want to be able to, of course, you know, highlighting, and especially this month, highlighting just black athletes for Black History Month, but also the idea that, you know, being black is not just in America, right? We have black people all across the, myself, I'm, I, I'm born and raised here in, the, in New York City, but my parents are Nigerian. And, you know, I'm very proud to be Nigerian, but I'm also black. You know, you got black people from Nigeria. You got Usain Bolt from Jamaica. He's black. You got, you know, athletes from Kenya, Ethiopia, South Africa, all over the world, Cuba. All these athletes are black. And there's a lot of history. Even there was um, uh, the first athlete from Silvio Cator. He's from Haiti. And he was actually the first athlete um, to win a gold medal at the Olympics from a black nation. So even before, you know, before all these other black athletes, this one, this athlete was from Haiti, right? And we don't even think of Haiti right now as like one of the powerhouses in track, but that idea of there's black athletes all across the entire world that I think need to be highlighted. Hey, and that, that is significant because Haiti is the first liberated black, exactly. black nation. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. It's, it's, it's crazy. So, so that's where I want to be able to highlight like the idea of, you know, the entire globe is connected with, you know, people, uh, black people just around the entire world. And, you know, we see we saw it with like the protests last year where, you know, after George Floyd was killed, of course, the protests were happening here in the United States, but then you saw things happening in France, in Japan, in all places around the continent of Africa. So tons of different people that are black around the entire world definitely needs to be highlighted. Dang. Other than that, that's all I really got today. I'm looking forward to that that Jesse Owens podcast and every podcast that you have going forward. I think you're natural, bro. Like you're killing it. The poster the poster dope too. But everyone on here, make sure you go on your Apple or Spotify and search uh track and field black history. It's it's dope, dope podcast. They're, they're not too long, not even going to take much of your time, but you're going to get a lot of good gems in there, a lot of good history. And then together, we're going to keep on making these posts um, on Monday yep. and Friday. And, and that low-key will give you a little preview of what his podcasts are going to be. But highly recommend. Also, make sure y'all, if you go listen to the podcast, y'all better go rate that, too. Oh, wait, you got a YouTube channel, bro? You got a YouTube channel? Uh, well, I previously did. I used to have the final leg. I had that. It's been, um, I, yeah, I see someone like <laughs> asking about, yeah, I used to do the final leg. It's been on hiatus because I was, I was living in Japan and I was going to be working at the Tokyo Olympics doing a lot of stuff there. But once, once COVID hit, I had to make a transition. So I came back to New York. And so the YouTube channel is on pause, I guess, for now, just because of time with like work and stuff like that. But it'll be coming back, hopefully. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, just before, like, I want to highlight you. I mean, I always been saying that, like, y'all, y'all been doing some great stuff, and like, we need like black, you know, people in media for track and field. I know there's not as many people who do stuff like what you do, or even like any type of media in track and field that are black, right? We have tons of black athletes, but in media, I think what you guys do are really, really great. So of course, keep growing as y'all been exploding, which is great. Appreciate appreciate that, bro. And yeah, and as we grow, man, I want to continue to network with people like you, man. You know, and just continue. You know, we can we can continue to build this ecosystem together because yeah. there's more people out there. You know, there's more people out there like us that are are like inspired to do these things, or there's people that are doing it. You know, and I, and we can all just we all could just help each other continue to to grow this space. And I don't know, the more people. The more people like us see us doing this, you know, the more it's gonna, it's the more it's gonna happen. So, exactly, I feel that. Definitely, oh, yeah, definitely appreciate it. Definitely gonna keep keep growing. Talking about you know Black history, talking about Black athletes, current and old and new and everything. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, I'll catch you later. Thanks for talking. Appreciate it, Aaron. We'll talk.
Before we get back to the podcast, I wanted to jump in and just thank our sponsor, Tracksmith, one more time for partnering with the Two Black Runners podcast. It truly is an honor to have them on board and really just trying to bring us to the next level. And especially Tracksmith, because this Boston-based running brand is is born out of the desire to celebrate both the history and the evolving culture of running. So with us, like the Runner Report as well, we're here to inspire the next generation and just trying to keep on pushing the sport forward with Tracksmith. And since we align so much together, I feel like with Tracksmith and Runner Report, they are offering our listeners $15 off your first purchase of $75 or more when you use the code CULTURE15 at tracksmith.com. That's C-U-L-T-U-R-E numbers 1-5. Use the code CULTURE15 at tracksmith.com and get $15 off your first purchase of $75 or more. Now, Aaron, that conversation was tight, bro. I wasn't there for it. I was I had to do something, so I didn't get to see it. But I watched the replay on IG Live of IG, on IGTV, and honestly, bro, that was one of the best IG Live interviews that I feel like we ever had. Like that was a real dope conversation. Yeah, well, Anderson made it real easy for me. He's a really uh, smart, knowledgeable guy, uh, and he really does know the stuff. He knows the stuff, and he has a passion. For what he's speaking about so that's always gonna grab people's attention and it just made it easy for easy for me most definitely but what i really enjoyed um about his podcast and just about everything he does is um the significance of it when you really think about it because some people mm-hmm. see it and they're like oh track and field black history podcast you know i don't really i don't really relate to that i'm not black but Black black people has such an impact on the sport of track and field that you can't really even take them out the equation. There's so many, yeah. so many historic moments, especially in the U.S. We could say globally too, but especially in the U.S., there's so many historic moments that has happened in track and field, from Jesse Owens um, at the Olympics against Hitler, from the 1968 Olympics where we had. Not just uh, Tommy Tommy Smith and John Carlos protesting. We had Wyoming Matthias, who was the first uh, woman, or no, not woman, first person ever to win gold in the 100, 100 meters at two Olympics back-to-back. The one and the two, back-to-back. She's the first person yeah. to ever do that. And I bet, and I bet eight, 90% of the people listening to this podcast don't even know who that is. Crazy. And y'all call yourself track fans. But <laughs> you hey, didn't know who she was until like two weeks ago. Exactly. I didn't know who she was. <laughs> I didn't know who she was either, though. I, I, I ain't but, trying to say. I didn't know who I was. But that's why I went and listened to this podcast. And I was like, I yo, know. there needs to be a movie on this girl. Because she went through some crazy things. Like, she had a world record at 16. And she was Sydney living McLaughlin in the, ain't doing that. Sydney McLaughlin ain't doing that. Bro, the KKK basically came to her house and burned it down. When she, like, come on, bro. Like, this is this is crazy, crazy stuff that we don't know about. So definitely go check out uh, Anderson's page. Uh, TF, what is it? TF uh, Black TF History. Black History. And then yep. go go and subscribe to his podcast, the Track and Track and Field Black History Podcast. Go give it five stars. Go leave a rating, and I promise you, they're short and sweet and straight to the point. So I think you really will enjoy these if you give them a listen. Yeah, especially. I really like the format of his podcast and just how how short they are. All of them have been uh, under 15 minutes. And just the way that he goes straight to the point, because I know history can definitely, for a lot of people, get boring at times. But definitely uh, being able to learn something in track and field, like a Reggie McAfee or uh, or Wyoming Matthias, like people you don't really get to hear about and hear like a different side of the story. I think it's always just something really dope. And he's someone in this game that's just like us trying to trying to be seen, trying to be heard. And there's not a lot of people like us being heard on that level. So always support Anderson. Go check out the podcast. Go check out his Instagram. It's honestly really, really dope. And it's really exciting to see someone like him trying to do similar things that we're doing. And Bro, like Black History Month is almost coming to the end, but 
It's something that we really want to share this year and really go hard. And I can't wait to keep on doing this every single year. And honestly, I'm going to say this on, on wax right now because I want you guys to hold me to it. Like, I'm trying to do something for Hispanic Heritage Month as well. Like, I need a historian or something to hook us up. Like, I'm trying to, I, September, I'm trying to do something for Hispanic Heritage Month for, like, for, like, they can get their flowers, too, because there's also great things going on in, in that world as well. But being able just to see that perspectives and all the perspectives, I think it's something great to see. And, yeah, it's really interesting just be able to learn track history because it is even even if it is just track and field black history, at the end of the day, it's track history. And on top of that, bro, there has been a lot of track history over these past like ten That's days. Been crazy, <laughs> bro. A lot of even track and field. You could call it track and field black history, bro. From world records being broken to uh, world leads to like nineteen year olds getting <laughs> into all time list. Like Twitter, it's been Twitter it's fingers been turning wild, into bro. trigger fingers. For real, for real, bro. And so for pretty much sum this up, bro, I got a new game for you, Aaron. It's called False Start. So basically, I'm going to say a hot take, and you're going to let me know if it's a false start or not. Basically, okay. if it's a false start, that means that hot take is it's too outrageous, it's too soon, and it ain't happening. If it's not a false start, that means that hot take, it's on its way, it's true, and it's happening, and it's the real deal. You ready to play False Start, my guy? Let's go. First up, we're going to start with Bryce Hopple, who ran the second fastest American indoor 800 meter at the at the third American track league. Then he came back the next week and broke the American record in the 1000 meter dash. And he has risen up to the occasion, has really risen up to the talks that he has the best chance to beat Dalvin Brazier. But this past week at New Balance Indoor Grand Prix, Dalvin Brazier just broke his 800 meter indoor American record. But the question has to be asked. These two guys are going neck and neck right now trying to see who's going to be who's going to take home the olympic gold but the question to you aaron is dava brazier is the world champion he's on the throne right now but does bryce hopple have the best chance to beating dava brazier at the olympics is that a false start i i, I don't think that's a false start now some people might come at me i don't think that's a false start now if y'all rewind the tape y'all really be messing with the running report y'all remember when this boy was in college and I was like, yo, he beating everybody. He ain't losing. He nice. I don't know if y'all remember that. That was some time ago. He was beating everybody. Then he went on at World Championships, did his thing. He took fifth or fourth. And like, well, people were like, where is that at? Now, he's a little bit more mature in his proness. And he doing big things. And he hungry. I know my boy Brazier. I know my boy Brazier. Yeah, he's confident. But this boy hungry, bruh. This boy hungry. Stop, stop it. Stop so don't it. sleep on Hopple. Stop yes. it. Don't ever, don't ever disrespect Dalvin Brazier like that. You're saying this man ain't hungry. That's to, that's a total false start. People have been saying this for days, bro. Bryce hey. Hopple has the best chance of being Dalvin Brazier. Dalvin Brazier is definitely hungry. Also super confident. He ain't even thinking about Bryce Hopple though. He's thinking about making it to the four by four more about than Bryce Hopple to be honest here. But let's not forget about Nigel Almos, my guy. Nigel Almos is running great before the 2019 World Championships hey. where he got injured. So I'm just saying, he doesn't, Bryce Hopple, he on his way. Like he gonna get there. This one-two punch, this rivalry is gonna be together. But let's not forget about my guy Isaiah Harris real quick. Oh, Let's okay. not forget about Drew, Drew Wendell real okay. quick. Let's not forget about these other, they could be in that conversation too. Like oh. let's not forget about when Clayton Murphy gets healthy real quick. Like I'm just saying, Bryce Hopple, you doing good things, but like, I don't know. The 800 field just stacked, to be honest. Hey, I think all, that's just how it is. That's true, though. I'm, all my 800 runners, y'all should feel disrespected what's going on right now, though. All my they only doing this one-two punch. Yeah, they should feel disrespected by what's going on. Hey, Isaiah Harris opening up at the American Track League on Sunday. Let's see what he do. Hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for Let's it. See what he but do. Also, another person that's been opening up on fire this year has to be Grant Holloway, bro. This past week in Levin, France, he ran 7.32, the second fastest 60-meter hurdle time ever. He beat his own American record. But the question has to be, and the hot takes have been coming in, because at the American track league this past week, they had like a little video with world's greatest and Grant Holloway was on there saying that he's the he's a, he's at the top of the throne right now. He's a world champion. No one's gonna beat him at the Olympics. So is it is it a false start to say that Grant Holloway's a lock for the gold in a, in Tokyo? All right, y'all. Look at what I'm doing right now. Yeah, 
I'm brushing my hair. If y'all can't see, if y'all just listening, <laughs> I'm brushing my hair. Cause I love my hairline. I get my I get a lot of confidence when I get a cut. Okay. This man, Grant Holloway, he just went bald. Mm. He 23, 22. Wow. Bald. You know what kind of confidence that takes? LeBron hasn't even shaved his head, and we know he needs to do that. Wow. You know what confidence? This man ain't losing. He shaved his head bald, bro. He focused. He ain't he ain't worried about his hair. Nothing. He he don't even care how he looks. He said, I don't care if I look like an alien. I'm a freak. Sure. That ain't a false start. This man ain't losing. He on a mission, bro. You can tell. I, come on, man. I believe it. I believe it. Another person that I seen that young with a bald head was Tupac Shakur. Don't. Enough said. Oh. Enough said. Enough said. Another person that may be turned into a baby goat, bro, is a thing Mo. A thing Mo has been killing the college college track and field scene 201 and 800 number four all time 600 meter national record indoors as well ran 50 52 50 52 open in the 400 a 50.2 split in the 4x4 and mm. also led the texas a&m aggies to the ncaa indoor record in the 4x4 and number four all time I, that's with countries like usa portugal and stuff like that like crazy stuff like I think Mo is on her way to be the most dominant NCAA athlete ever. Is that a false start? I would. I'm gonna say is she on her way? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this one. I'm gonna call this one a false start, only because mm. she might be gone after this year. The way she doing her thing, she might be she might dip out. And we've seen athletes like her in the past. Like we were just talking about the homie Grant. He was doing that same thing when he when he was in college. And even if you think of on the distance side, like a on distance side, like a like a Cheserek or something, who was winning all those titles. Now, don't get me wrong, she deserves all her flowers, but let her win a championship first. Let her win a championship first. Like let's say she goes to Endor, she win the four by four, she win the eight. You know, she win the four by. I'm just kidding. She ain't gonna do the four by one. But still, <laughs> she wins the four hundred, the four by four, and the eight or something. That would be insane. I don't know if that's ever been done, actually. And I'm, I will say this. she I don't think she can be defined as uh, the most dominant just because she won't be there for four years and someone like a King Chess, like, was there forever, it seemed like, and won so many championships. But for, like, the one-and-dones, like Sydney McLaughlin, like, she is going to be the most dominant in that field because I don't really know what she's going to run at NCAAs when it comes to indoor or outdoor. She may just win the 800 and the 400. And honestly, if I was texting him, I would put her in the 4 by one 2 Aaron, like you're about to say. Like, I don't know. I, why not? She could definitely run it. Like, hey, let's be real here. She could, low-key, though. She could, bro. Great. Just, just do it for the greatness. Just do it for the greatness. And another one, bro, that we got to ask you is that these Oregon men have been crazy these past couple of weeks, bro. And it all culminated to last week where we saw three Oregon men run 350, 350, and a 353. But at the top of that list was Cooper Tier and Cole Hawker, who both ran 350. And that is not only number one and number two all time in NCAA, but it is also number six and number seven all time throughout the world. Like wow. in the world, bro. Wow. And, and Cooper and Cole Hawker is only 19. But you know the two, you know who they're right ahead of? They're right ahead of the Olympic champion Matthew Centrowitz. That's that's mad. That's crazy. And if you guys been keeping up on Instagram a little bit, there's a little bit of beef. There's a little bit of beef between the Oregon men, or at least between Cooper Tier and some of the Oregon men and Matthew Centrowitz. And I think the question has arisen too. Uh, Matthew Cooper Tier runs a 1318 in the 5K. Matthew Centrowitz ran a 13:30 at the same time, and they now have a faster mile PR than the Olympic champion. The question has kind of arisen: Does does Cooper Tier have a better chance to go to the Olympics than Matthew Centrowitz? Is that a false start, Eric? That is not a false start to think that. Wow, wow. But why would that why be a false start? How is that disrespectful? <laughs> That's where all the people. For all the people, your piece. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Listening hey, to this part right now, Citro, every, use this as fuel for everybody. Like saying, like, oh, like, nah, there's no way. It's just like, bruh, 
let's let's think about this. Like if this was if this was the NBA or the NFL, and, and you you know you get beat two times, you know you would think that they would lose in the playoffs. You know I, I don't know, but all I'm saying is the the, the kid ran three fifty. The man, let me say, I'm excuse me, I, I don't want to disrespect man. Cooper. You know Ooh. this man ran three fifty, a faster That's PR fast. than Centro, and early on he ran thirteen eighteen. Now. We don't know where their training's at. You know, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, the Oregon dudes are sharper." But that, you know, who you know who says that? You know who loses a race and says that the the that yo, I'm just not sharp now. That the loser, the loser says that. The loser uh, says that. That's all I'm saying. That that's that's a that's a losing mentality excuse. So all I'm saying is, I said this before. They coming for you. Get ready, because they could take your spot. Because if we in a 5K. A slow 5K with you, Centro. Yummy. Oh, wait. I'm getting a phone call. Wait, hold up. I'll go back there. Because if they in a slow if they in a slow 5K with you, Centro, and it comes down to the last mile, I'm confident Coop could go under four. So the chances are just about the same. Or I don't know. I got to see Coop run again because he might be able to run like low 13s right now. I don't know if Centro could do that right now. I ain't trying to. Hey, he Olympic champion, but I'm just, hey, what have you done for me lately? Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to let you know, Aaron, like, Centro just listened to that whole part of this podcast, and, like, I don't know if y'all going to be friends when y'all meet in person. I'm just going to say that right now, but Centro, I'm going to say here, uh, Joshua Potts, bro, nice to meet you. We homies. Uh, and Use this as fuel, my guy. Use this as fuel. Cooper Tier is good, though. He's nice. Cole is nice as well, but... That's definitely a false start for me. That's a that's a false start. That's a false start for me, at least. Hey. And we got one more, bro. A num- n- number one last hot take. Like a cu- three weeks ago, like pole vault was the hottest field event in 2021. We saw the world lead change about five times between three different people, including Casey Lightfoot, Mondo Duplantis, and Renault Levine as well. It has been wild. And then Casey Lightfoot recently just broke the NCAA record for the third time in the past, like in the past month. This guy is doing great things. And a question I want to ask to you, Aaron, is that the men's pole vault is the most exciting field event in 2021. Is that a false start? That is not. That is not a false start. They've been freaking killing it, bro. And it's been awesome to watch. And I you've honestly got me into pole vault a little bit. Like Casey, hey. Casey Lightfoot, Mondo. KC is breaking the record every time he goes out there right now. And Basically, I think, yeah. I think too, like, I mean, Mondo Duplantis is really just raising, I mean, no pun intended, he's raising the bar for the pole vault because you're seeing these younger dudes just jump higher, higher and higher. And it's, again, a, a, another result, you know, of having that double Olympic year, people having more time to train and, and get fit. So I'm excited to see the Povo and continue to learn more. Also on the women's side, shout out uh, Sandy Morris, she's a beast too. So the Povo is definitely exciting, and y'all should y'all should tune in. Yeah, most definitely. Not a false start. The pole vault is definitely the most exciting field event in 2021. Wait, 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 wait. I was about to say, I was about to say, I was about to say, just wait until Joe Kovac starts throwing far and Daryl Hill starts throwing far as well. And just wait till Christian Taylor and Will Clay get out there. I'm just saying that We can't forget about Dindy, though. Dindy, he wants that smoke. I'm sorry. I said the, I I haven't seen a a good long jump competition yet. That's why I'm saving the pole vault. But Dindy, the way Dindy talking... Marquise mm. Dindy, he a savage. He want that smoke. So, hey, Taylor, Will Clay, he coming for y'all. You know, y'all know him though. Hey. That's your teammate. That's your teammate. But hey, he got, hey. he talking crazy right now. He he's hey, different. If y'all don't know what he's talking about, y'all need to follow us on Instagram, uh-huh. like for real. And y'all need to pay attention to us to the story. Pay attention to our stories because it's low-key turning in the shade room. Like, honestly, like there's a lot of shade going on in our Runner Report IG stories, and it's pretty entertaining. I got to say the least, bro. It's pretty entertaining. Aaron's 20, running that. The energy, 20, the energy in 2021 is different. People people ready. People ready for it. 
It's that clubhouse energy. It's that clubhouse energy or something. It's, it's, it's making us different. It's making us different, bro. But that's pretty much all we got for y'all. A new game, false start. I think it's pretty entertaining. I want to play it with guests as well because I think these hot takes are worth a while, and we can definitely just go a, a lot of different ways with this. And we'll see what happens. I hope you guys liked it. I, I kind of liked it. and I, I think we'll get better each time. But before we get out of here, Aaron, in honor of Black History Month, I want to ask a little bit, of like close out questions. I just like, let's just talk about this real quick. Like, bro, like what have been the, some of the most uh, influential black movies in your lifetime that like you, that you've watched, like what have been the most influential to you or what are just your top three favorites? Cause I feel like our family, like we've been watching, like, I feel like we're a big movie watching family, you yeah. know? So like, we love our movies and definitely like with black movies as well. So like, if you can either say your top three favorite or maybe your top three most influential to you? Like, or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Okay. Top three influential, I would say no order. Um, Boys in the Hood. That's definitely like a piece that's just like super, uh, super influential. Boys in the Hood. Are you just saying to you or are you saying like I'm to, saying like to I'm you. saying, oh, I'm saying okay. to me, like that was an influential movie. Like seeing yeah, yeah. that movie was just like yeah, like I was just like, oh shoot, like all this stuff going on, you know, opening the opening the door to like, you know, to the the war on drugs and just like the struggle in in the hoods and stuff like that. So that's a big a big one that was influential to me. The Great Debaters, that's a that's, that's a that's great so movie. Yeah, that's a great movie, bro. And third, I'll say like I have to say this one. Remember the Titans, bro. Come on, that's mm. like the first one I probably remember because I feel Dang, like I you see that. For me, I was like, you see that as like a kid, like you know, yeah. that's one of the first. Like we watched that at my school, and I know some people didn't watch that at their school, but I think we had to sign permission slips. But that is a movie that talks a lot about about race, and I, I mean, I saw that at a very young age. So I would say those are the most influential. But my favorite, my favorite movie, my favorite movie is Love and Basketball. Loving basketball, easy. Dang, that's what I was gonna put in there, right? That's uh, for me. That's most influential. I feel like I've seen Loving Basketball so many times, and I think it's just a prime example of just like, like black like life and just like black love as well too. So Loving Basketball is definitely like one of the most influential like black movies for for my life. And then also like this is kind of like funny, but Medea's Family Reunion. Like bro, that I've seen that movie so many times too. That's a and great it's just movie. like yeah, it's a it's I think it's it's the best Medea movie for sure. Like it's yeah. the best Medea movie and like a lot of it talks about a lot of issues that are like real for the family and it's and it's hilarious as well. And then uh the last one, I look he blanked for a second. I forgot what I was gonna say. But I'm just gonna throw in Black Panther. Uh for real. Oh, oh, also also Glory Road. Glory Road, a great movie as hey. well. I've seen Glory Road so many times, and that's a great movie. But then also Black Panther is released three year three years ago today as well. So like Black Panther definitely uh changed the game for sure. For sure. I, I would also say uh, another one. I just gotta throw this one out here. Johnson's Family Reunion. Johnson's that's Family Reunion. Y'all y'all need to watch that. Y'all need to watch that. That movie is so funny, bruh. And hey, and if you haven't already, y'all need to go. Everyone needs to go watch Judas, Judas and the Black Messiah. That anger. I already seen it you know twice. You know what's funny too? Like you said, Johnson's family vacation. I remember I was having this conversation with a person, like talking about the movie, and I was like, "You never, you never." It was a she was she was Mexican. She was like, "You never seen like you probably never seen Johnson's oh. family vacation." And she's like, "No, nah, like I would, I would, like I would, I would just never think that like an average white person or average like." A person I've never at least has like never seen Johnson's Family Vacation, but I was describing it to her. I was like, "Yeah, it's Cedric the Entertainer, little Bow Wow's in it, Steve Harvey," and she's like, "Dang, that sounds lit." I'm like, "It is like, yeah. but it's just it really is just like a black movie." I feel you, like like for real. Yeah, that was made for us, bro. We grew up on that. Another one I would say my one of my favorite movies of all time. Roll bounce. Oh, hey. wait for real. Wait, can I put that in the uh, list, bro? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, that's right up there with Love and Basketball for me. I've seen yeah, that yeah, movie yeah. too many times. Yeah, Jernay Smollett kills that. Really kills that. And Bow Wow as well. And Sweetness, bro. Sweetness. Legendary. Sweetness. Legendary. And before we get out of here, bro, 
uh is there anyone else that like i don't know when the next time we have an update video but is there anyone else that like you kind of want to get before we hit to these 52 uh 52 episodes like so the next person i'm trying to get if y'all know him hit him up his name is cravion uh glipsy uh, uh he went to oregon he's pro now with nike look him up on instagram flash gordon uh, i think he his youtube channel is dope he's a sprinter and yeah imagine like uh I don't want to insult, but a cooler Spencer Brown. I mean, Dang. it. <laughs> Why are you doing that to Spencer like that? Spencer I mean, cool. cool. Spencer cool. Spencer cool. I ain't trying to hate. I ain't <laughs> trying to hate. You know what I mean, though? Like, you know, it's too different. It's just different. It's just different. Spencer is cool. But Craven on a little bit more swaggy. So all I'm saying is check, go check that out. But that's what we're trying to have on the podcast next. My apologies. The athlete special. I don't really know who I want on next. All I want, uh, all I really know is that uh, we here and we ain't really going nowhere. To be honest, we about to come up to fifty two straight, which is going to be pretty dope. Like I can't believe we've done this every single week so far. I don't know what we're gonna do for episode fifty two yet. We gotta start thinking about that more and more. But uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. And like I said before, bro, if y'all have any questions that you guys want us to ask about Michael Johnson or Allison Desir, leave it in the review box down below if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or send us a DM. Like, get in contact with us. It's, pr- it's pretty easy. Then as well, like, if you guys want a guest or something, send it in the review box as well as you use, as you leave a rating or send us the DM or anything like that. We're definitely open to suggestions. We're definitely open to hear from y'all. And, bro, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok, bro. Like, we, we trying to we trying to cover all bases this year and like we're trying to we're really doing we're not don't just follow us there and like follow like we're doing stuff there we're releasing stuff there and content is coming out and our team is getting bigger our team is getting bigger shout out to john horta real, real quick for the one time and hey. yeah bro you got any last remarks aaron before we get out of here um i just want to say this this tracksmith tea that i got on right now is so clean <laughs> It's so fresh. It's fitted. It's 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 everything everything you could want out of a t-shirt. And you know, shout out to Tracksmith for supporting us again. Feel blessed to be partnering with them. So go ahead and use that discount code Culture15 to get $15 off your first purchase of $75 or more. I promise you won't regret it. Also, make sure y'all give us a rating. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm asking this so much, but it really does help. Um, more people discover the podcast and we are trying to continue to grow and most definitely take over but yeah if y'all could if y'all could do that rate us but thanks but thanks so much thanks so much for listening we can't do any of this without um everyone that listens every week so we really do appreciate you all and as always if you listen this far to the podcast you truly are a day one homie Check us out the 10 this weekend, February 20th on the Sound Running IG Live. Check out the 10 on YouTube as well at the Professional Track Series YouTube page. Keep on following the Runner Report. Follow us on Instagram, Mr. Potsful, Super Hot Pots. If you need a clubhouse invite, DM us, shoot us. We'll get you on Clubhouse. We'll be talking on there. And yeah, bro. See y'all next week on Two Black Tuesday. Let's get it. Peace.